0: to mm-hmm. Morning, David. Morning to you, Captain. A cinematic morning in front of us. The, uh, the, the the light from the sun, but also the cinematic projector is beaming down on me. If that works. If, without giving it any thought, what's the worst film you've ever seen? Quick. Absolutely no thought. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. With the vanilla ice. And also, I was 13. And Can you I wasn't say even that, that, that title critical. again? Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Um... What was it? Of the Ooze? What did I, I had it then. The Mystery of the Ooze? It was correct, the title I said originally. And now I've already forgotten that. The Secret of the Ooze. The Secret of the Ooze. I don't think anyone cares. They shouldn't do. And I remember being 13, and I wasn't even that critical. I was a complete um, pop culture indoctrinated zombie. I would have just lapped up whatever the Americans had chucked over the Atlantic at the me. The Secret of the Ooze? The Secret of the Ooze with a vanilla ice... Cameo, he does a dance with Michelangelo in the middle of a hip New York club, and um, I, I remember wandering out of that cinema thinking, "Well, that's nothing compared to the original." Did you not like it? No, I can't remember why. I think it was just too um, I, the, the puppeteer work for the Splinter was, you know. The uh, by the way, are you going to say good morning to Mandy? So, oh, sorry, I do. I apologise. Sorry, man. I went straight into Ninja Turtle talk, turtle chat. Heroes in a half shell. I didn't appreciate your. Uh, you got a lovely glistening robotic front there. It really is. It's glowing and humming. Someone's plugged you in. You're you happy like about it? Just say hello to her. Ha- Bonjour, Mandy. Lovely for you to do some random generating for us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for coming along. Very sexy artificial intelligence. All right. Sorry, too much. Sorry about that. Inappropriate in the workplace. Me too. Hashtag. I probably. Mandy, you're you're an, you're an equal. I apologise. Can you explain what Mandy looks like to the audience? It's just an orange metal box with no She's an orange metal box, but she's got a real can do attitude, and the orange has got that real vitamin C orange glowing quality about her. How big is the random movie generator? How big is it? It's she? about the size of a kind of Joe um, you know Roseanne Barr's fridge in the sitcom Roseanne. She had that very big fridge, and all the characters would come in and help themselves. It's about half the size of that. Yeah, it's about half the size of that, very wide. <laughs> it's wide enough to give her a hug and a tap on the top as you wanted to pass. Yeah. But on a sexist manner and a well done, welcome to the workforce manner. It's not so mad, Teenage Men. Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the U's came out in 1991. So yeah, I would have been about 13 then, I believe. 13, 14. Can you I name the Four Turtles. Absolutely, uh, Leonardo, DiCaprio. Not Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Leonardo. How bizarre! I did that so confidently? Yep, move yeah, move aside. I've got this one now. This is yeah. this is me in control. Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Raphael. And their master, Splinter the Rat. There you go. Who was also um, hit by the ooze that turned him into a mutant samurai rat? Right. And it didn't. It didn't work for you. I don't think it's. I think it did half. I think their reviews are pretty good well it's surprising really i mean i just remember it being um i remember almost like the special effects budget was very low i remember when i saw the first clip to the mutant ninja turtles trailer on barry norman's film 90 and i almost wet myself in excitement the idea that there were live action real turtles because i only read the comic book and watched the tv show on going live with Philip schofield sure and then when i watched the actual thing i remember just thinking they've done it they've done it they've created real turtles the budget was 25 million dollars yeah which is a lot more than the original because the original in actual fact was an independent film that a studio picked up and distributed later do you know the director oh, i can't remember i know matthew vaughn was involved with it as a production assistant he went on to direct kick ass oh right but i kick, can't remember kick the kick di- ass, ass. Kick ass. It's got to, yeah. You've got to have that sassy American zing I on the Well, that's what it is, isn't it? ass. Yeah, it's ass. not ass. It's ass. Kick, kick ass. ass. I'm going to kick ass. Michael Pressman directed it. Has he direct anything else? Mm. That, that name rings a bell slightly. Michael Pressman directed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And he's directed... Lake. Oh, he produced Lake Placid. Oh, there you go, the monster film. That's interesting. Directed Frankie and Johnny are married. Oh, my goodness, that's the Al Pacino movie with um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Is that correct? Don't know. That's interesting. After, um, I I could be wrong about that. I think that's the case. But I remember it made... The first Ninja Turtles film was very low budget. I think you're talking about five, six million. I could be wrong. But it obviously grossed loads of money. Um, And um, the second one, though, bigger budget. But I just remember the... uh, I can't remember. It's a while since I've seen it, but for a thirty no, year old No, it's not, it's not Al, Al Pacino. Oh, that's embarrassing. Apologies. Frankie and Johnny are married. No. No. I was going to say, to go from Turtles to... Um, the anyway, of it's the software. worst film. Why is it the worst film you've ever seen in under 10 seconds? Under 10 seconds, um, vacuous. Not much of a plot. Didn't hook me in. Uh, and the special effects were quite dodgy, which is ironic because the budget was higher. Okay. I would I do you know what I I wouldn't go near that movie. At the time I was sucked into the whole turtle hype. It was it was just pre Bart Simpson. Yeah. And I was just Cowabunga crazy. I mean I used, used to I used to wear. A, looking back on it I must have looked like I was slightly on the spectrum. I used to go around with like ninja turtle trainers on ninja turtle shell suits. Uh, not like a suit with a shell on the back. I mean the tracksuit in <laughs> the style of the shell. <laughs> That 90s look, and uh, I was just obsessed can you do by them. impression of a Ninja Turtle? Um, hey, Michelangelo, what's going on? God Don't put my Don't my head, in. Don't do my you head I haven't had a pizza. That's probably where my pizza fascination comes from. I've just suddenly linked it. Yeah. Because they love pizza, I love pizza. <laughs> so there's some kind of, you know... I'm always trying to find that connection on Match.com. I haven't done that yet, but I managed it with the Turtles, ironically. I've overused that word ironic, I think, this morning. But um, sure. life's full of irony. Um, sorry, David. Oh, it's good to have a little silence every night. It's reality. <laughs> no, sorry, I no not at all. Why should Billy move some turn <laughs> You know who's texting me? Who's that? The successful TV and film producer, Rupert Magendi. Wowzers. Tell me more, amigo. Uh, I'm going to say to him, you are on our movie podcast, live, texting me, we can hear your pings. Uh, has he got any pop culture news for us, fresh from the mothership, for crying out louds, that you could share with us? I don't know. I so. First hand, you know, pop culture nuggets being chucked our way. Um, right, thank you, Dave. No, no, it's good. I've One to of the best intros to this podcast ever. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to be uh, turtle YouTubing after this. I'm going to go down a a mutant rabbit hole. Have a bit of a nostalgia feast. David, have you got any movie news for us this week? I have. There's been some um, interesting stuff that's taking place. There's been a few film festivals and also Disney have their big convention. That was last week, the Disney Expo, um, where they release trailers to their new, new films that are coming out. So um, uh, what have we got? We've got quite a few interesting ones that they did um, uh, trailers for. So, for instance, Inside Out 2 has been announced. They're going to do a sequel to that. Yeah. A second one and it's going to be the young girl, but she's now a teenager. Um, Barry Jenkins, the guy who did Moonlight, is going to be doing a, a live-action prequel to Lion King called Mufasa. Oh, sorry, Rupert keeps texting now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He <laughs> just said, hi, guys. Oh, wonderful. Hi, hi to Rupert. Uh, David is giving us his Some movie news. Movie news. Tell him he might be a Lion King fan. Who fusses on the way? Lion my King. News. Jenkins. Right. Oh, and sorry. I've got to turn off my pings because this is insane. How do you turn off your pings? You know, I don't know. I'm not popular enough to have continuous pings, so it never becomes an issue for me. It just pings every now and then. Okay, I think I've turned off the sound. Sorry, everyone, this is bad. do not worry about that. Sorry. So what did you just say then? Because this is interesting. So I said, um, Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight. Do you remember Moonlight was that film that came out a few years ago? It was a big Oscar film. And it's very much a kind of uh, character drama piece uh, about a uh, a young boy growing up in America, dealing with his homosexuality. Uh, He's been nabbed by Disney. By the way, David, I don't know if you know, I did a poll for our next watch along. Oh, yes. Brokeback Mountain. Bring it on. Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, I have. It's a good film. I'll be up for that. Some Ang Lee Brokeback Mountain uh, viewing. Definitely. Absolutely. I just can't get over you. What's that? we got to watch it together. We'll bomb for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, on Patreon, we do a movie watch along once a month. So if you fancy that. Broke Matt Mountain, Um, it's a while since I've seen it, I remember it being very, very emotionally charged moments there, sort of uh, in their tents, I remember there being a few, sort of one-to-one, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's not a problem, two men, two very, that's a very modern male, metro modern male bonding uh, viewing experience, isn't it? Yeah. A few decades back, men would be too scared of that, but we're Mm. men of 2022, we can sit there and watch two men kissing and not feel that we've got a kiss. I wonder how quiet we'll be or whether we'll talk a lot. Maybe we'll talk too much during that bit. We'll either talk too much or we won't say anything. We'll either just. Um, I think drink we'll, it we'll in. talk a lot, won't we? If we don't say anything, it'll be why, why aren't they saying anything? We'll have to analyse the kissing technique and the lighting and things in that vein. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. That was That's going to be an interesting social experiment. So the director of Moonlight, did you say Barry Jenkins? Director of Moonlight, Barry Jenkins is doing a big live action. Jon Favreau did the live action Lion King remake. Barry Jenkins. I watched the Lion King last night for the first time. Oh, did you? What, the animated yes. one or yeah. the live action one? Do you know what? We only watched two thirds of it because it was the boys' bedtime, but I'd never watched it before. So, um, yeah, I sat down and watched it last night. It's very good, isn't it? The, the first liking, really Rowan good. Rowan Atkinson's got a big old bit in it. Yeah, he is. He's the parrot. Yeah. It's yeah, very good. I have isn't no that? idea. Yeah. It's incredibly. What is it? It's a retelling. It's either. I should know this before going on this podcast, but it's either a retelling of Hamlet or Macbeth. And I didn't realise that until someone pointed it out to me. And you can see all the narrative beats. With the father-son relationship. But Mufasa, the uh, obviously the king character who passes away at the beginning. That's not a spoiler. You get that in the trailer. They're focusing on his life um, and how he became a king. And it's, this is going to be live action, but CGI. So in some ways it's not live action. <laughs> Abs a bloody lookly, pal. The circle of life and how that very circle was first drawn in the sands of Africa with Barry Jenkins. Who, as I say, is usually very much a drama based director, right. so they're hoping he's going to give that kind of pathos and emotional character driven, um, you know, G-force, is that the word? And then um, and bring it into the Disney stable type of thing, that, that's the plan. So that's going to be interesting. So you've got that. Inside Out 2, slightly nervous about that, because Inside Out was obviously an amazing film. They're Toy doing Story 2? Very true, and Toy Story 3? You know the perfect trilogy. Even the fourth one wasn't amazing, but it weren't bad. You can't knock it. So yeah, Pixar. I've got a good. Um, yeah. Inside uh, Out two. Apparently she's a teenager now, and it's her dealing with a teenage in a oh, new It'll be great. It'll yeah, be I imagine great. it's the same woman who um who wrote the first one, who um has got that that podcast that we listen to, screenplay life, screenwriter life. Meg, is it Matthews? Did she write that? She wrote it, yeah, she was the writer. She's, right, she's writing Inside Out too. She's writing Inside Out too. Peter Doctor was the main writer who created the idea, but then she came on and collaborated with him. Right. Peter Doctor uh, isn't directing, he's producing oh shit. it, but she's I've got a coffee, sorry, I've got a coffee and breakfast. What, two minutes, David? Yeah, like, no problem, Literally but... 90 seconds. No problem, mate. You Hang go on. for it. No problem at all. Sorry, David. That's all right. Take your time. If you want to eat your breakfast, you go for it. We can stop. No, I'm going to eat my breakfast while listening to movie oh, news. Chew away. Chew away on the oats and I'll try and uh, give you some movie food to digest on as well. The other big one, this is what I've got. That is, that, that is quite, a, that, that looks like a very civilized Mediterranean breakfast treat. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I, mean, you know, I had uh, a Sorry. bowl of um, Tony the Tiger Frosties for crying out loud. Did you I really? Think. I yeah. thought it was Frosties. Like a 10-year-old. Oh, yeah, I still eat Frosties. I love that sugar high. <laughs> Caffeine and sugar, I'll be dead. That's my train-spotting heroin. That keeps me going. Um, this is the frustrating thing. So you had all these trailers over Disney Expo. Um, also, there's a live-action Little Mermaid coming out because Disney, at the moment, they're taking all their animated IP and they're turning it into live-action films. Um, and that's on the way. And there's a bit... There's, I don't think it should be controversial at all. I don't mean that in a sort of... Um, over the top manner but the aerial characters played by a um an actress of mixed race and some of them aren't impressed by that but i think you know you always get that reaction don't you by some of the um american viewers for instance the lord of the rings film some of them are annoyed that some of the elf characters are mixed race but you know you can move on from that for crying out loud but don't know why you brought it up sorry i don't know why you brought it up quite right mate i don't know why i brought it up either call me mate i know i keep doing that i think it's like a defense mechanism every now and then when i'm trying to be chummy absolutely mate i you know i know what you mean slap Mm. on the back Mm. um here we go so um here we go i'm preparing myself for this one indiana jones 5 trailer yeah but they didn't—they didn't show it to the public. They only showed it to the people in Disney Expo, which was annoying. And Harrison Ford came on the uh, on the stage. In t- he became quite emotional because it's going to be his final Indiana Jones. Um, you just said Harrison Ford again. Unfortunately, so. And it's it's a genuine one. This can stage, you hear the alarm? I certainly can't, Mandy. I apologise. What can I say? He's made a fifth one. It's not my fault, Mandy. For crying out loud! Don't call her man. Sorry, that's it. I'm calling you mate, calling her man. I'm trying to socialise. I'm trying to create this banter pub vibe that these other podcasts have. I'm trying to generate this sort of familiarity, but it's becoming too familiar and now becoming uncomfortable. And I apologise for that. Um, so, Indiana Jones Five. Uh, apparently, the, the trailer reviews are very, very popular. Because interestingly, you've got young Harrison Ford because it's motion capture and they've de-aged his face. Um, so yeah, Indiana Jones Five. Um, he's got a motion control dots on his face, and it's de-aged him. So you've got a de-aged Harrison Ford, which looks like good fun. The other thing, alongside Disney Expo, is um, is Tele Rider uh, Film Festival in Colorado. Um, and you get loads of big films being released there that are going to be big for the Oscars, and that took place last week. And the big one for that they released the trailers for is the new Spielberg film called The Fabelmans. Yeah, I think you've mentioned this for the last three episodes. Dear so. me, I do apologize. I need to come up with new movie news. Can new, I so tell terrible. you something? Yes. You know Scroobius Pip? Maybe. Oh, yeah, I absolutely do. Say hi. So, um, Scroobius Pip got in contact, and I just want to read what he... Said to me, Oh, wonderful. Is it though? Oh, blimey, there we go. David Edwards watching every fucking film in multiple fucking sittings really fucks me off. (laughs) Goodness (laughs) me. Goodness, flippity scared. What was that? Which, which film was that? Was that? But I watched multiple sitting. Oh, I did watch a film more than once. I think it was a Shut Ghibli up. film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the director didn't account for your aunt's birthday meal halfway through. What? What one was that? Which episode is that? I think he was just saying when you when you watch a film and you're kinda of bored with it and you just come back every fifteen minutes. Oh my goodness. And then he's and then quite you... the purest of his viewing, which yeah. I respect. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the way forward. The way forward. I mean, he's quite the film viewer. He does his, like, um, top ten films once a year. But, I mean, for him to be um, tuning in, that's a real mark of uh, respect. (laughs) Even though he comes out of a criticism. It's like Mark Kameau giving you one star, isn't it? Well, at least he turned up. Yeah. Just made me laugh. Made me laugh. Oh, uh, God, yeah, absolutely. He is right, though. There should be no time for aunts with no, cinema. You've got to no. push aside the relatives and just focus on the cinematic vision being presented in front of you. It fucking infuriates me. And yet I keep listening. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you know, if you've got him as part of your podcast band, you can't <laughs> knock it. No. So anyway, that, that, was that all the news? Um, the Fablemans, I need to stop banging on about that. Do you know what I start realizing more and more in this podcast is that um, am I a film fan or just an Indiana Jones fan? And maybe I should yeah. just turn this into an Indiana. I've got to, I've got to push them aside. Here is some fresh But you won't. News. But you won't. I know it's an obsession. It's like, yeah. <laughs> most people are aware of their obsessions, but I am not bizarrely. I, I, you no. know, I seem to be. It just seems um, I need someone to just spot point it out to me every now and then. Just stop banging on about that. When oh, was the last time you watched a Spielberg film? The last time I watched a Spielberg film, uh, in the cinema, a week ago, I saw E.T. on IMAX. <laughs> Terrible, isn't that? Oh, actually, here's my movie news. Oh, yes. Share, share. I watched Fall. What do you think? I loved it. It's really clever, isn't it? It's really good. It's, um, like you said, it's not perfect. and There's loads of bits that can annoy and irritate and whatever. But we oh. really loved it really creative as well isn't it the the script takes loads of interesting turns yeah there are loads of little moments you go i didn't see that coming yeah it's great and the fact they did it for like a five million budget yeah that's incredible and they did they hardly use any green screen they did it up the top of the mountain so it's it's so so impressive really immersive really well shot and um the whole thing is a script writing challenge isn't it? It's like right they're not going they're at the top of this tower they're not going to come down how do you keep the audience engaged? And they managed to escalate it constantly turn corners. It's fantastic. Block. It's, yeah, fa- it's it really, really impressive. is. In fact talking about it now I like it even more. We were gripped for an hour and a half. Yeah, I was. And you know there are bits that are that are laughable and that that little twist in it. Yes. I thought that was great. Yeah, it was good. It was a really nice touch. Yeah. It yeah. really was. Just when you think you know where it's going, it's like, okay, we've probably done the, the best bits now. It's just a case of let's just get her down, and she's going to find a way down somehow. And, and and the vultures, almost. Yeah, like that was the, really effective. Yeah, and really well filmed as well and edited. It's great. It's great. I really enjoyed it. That was a good. That was because of you, David. That we thank that. you. Or well, more importantly, the British director. What's his name? Scott Mann, isn't he? He's he's on the yeah, up now. I think so. Yeah, he's, he's done, done a few, few l- bits before, though. Yeah. yeah, like Hollywood action films, but he almost scaled down for this, and he's I done like incredibly so. well. When I found out they'd done it for five million dollars, which is not much more than Brian and Charles, I couldn't get my head around how. Yeah, really impressive, isn't that? It's really impressive. Anyway, they they looked into green screen technology, and they said to make it realistic, they couldn't do it budget wise. So they literally. Um, took half the tower or just the tip of the tower and put it on the top of a massive mountain. So it is live action, basically. Brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was good. I really recommend it. If you want a a fun night on the sofa, actually, it's at the cinema, isn't it? Is it will be out. It will be out soon, though. Streaming very, very soon. It might yeah. even be out in the next two weeks. And also, I think um, if you do enjoy it, there's loads of other self-contained thrillers to check out. I check out Open Water, the shark film. That's yeah, a good I enjoyed one. that. Yeah. And also, uh, Buried with Ryan Reynolds, yeah, where he's literally just in a coffin the whole time. But if you like Full, you'll like Buried. This idea of. A, and, you know, and 10 Cloverfield Lane's another good one, because it's a subgenre in itself, Phone Booth with Colin Farrell. You know, it's almost a like script writing challenge this person's given themselves of just one claustrophobic place and the drama just taking place in that one setting. And if you're a young aspiring filmmaker and you think, right, I want to write a script, I would definitely study self-contained thrillers because the budget's so low. Thank you very much, David, for this week's movie news. Thank and I you hope sir. you didn't mind me butting in with my movie news. Not at all. More the happier. I think to somehow just move it away from Indiana Jones, it was a big relief. For me included. I'm exhausted by the man. He just won't leave me alone. <laughs> So, David, um, this week you reviewed um, sister, Act. sister Act. I was going to say Nuns on the Run. <laughs> I got panicked. I was like, "What is sister it again?" Sister Act. God, it's like you know when you go on a date, you just don't quite know what. Not what this is like going on a date. Be something, get panicked. Think, oh, I'm talking about. Is it's this not nuns like going on, the run. on a date. A little. Bit. It's not at all. I know where I'm going with this. I'm not going to leave heartbroken. I know that I'm going to be, you know, filled with good vibes at the end. So I've never I've never watched Sister Act. What did you think, Sister Act? I would say <laughs> it's not it's not it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Shit, um, it's it's not all bad at all. It's do you know the vibe it got me in the nineties? Just say three chalk ice is out of five in this movie. It's definitely got that vibe of in the nineties. It's something you would get a blockbuster videos and you know when you get an extra video alongside something else and you think oh you know i'm here for goodfellas but i'll grab this as well it looks like a bit of fun and um but i mean don't get me wrong it's made a lot of money the sequels come out It turned; they also turn into a broadway show and the third film's coming out but that third film's going to be on streamers it won't get a cinema release which makes sense because cinemas changed so much now with video streamers taking over so i mean I'm kind of like looking down on this film, and I shouldn't do because it's made cash, and it's not a terrible film. Um, it's amusing. There's some uh, endearing characters. It's got a good pace. I mean, to tell you what the film's about, I'm sure most people know, but um, Whoopi Goldberg I don't, plays. I haven't got a clue. Oh, well, she plays a lounge singer, and um, but her boyfriend and the people around her are organised in crime because it's like one of these kind of like um, sort of you know urban based. Uh, Uh, sort of city-based kind of like a bar setting. And she, at the end of one of her gigs, she sees a shooting and she sees who's done it. And then the FBI give her uh, a new identity so she can hide from the gangsters. And she's hidden in a nunnery. And then immediately she's a fish out of water because she's like a, 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 you know, a very much modern urban singer gal, G-A-L sort of vibe. And um, uh, so she doesn't fit in with the nuns. And the Madam uh, Superior—you don't call it Madam Superior, do you? What's the, what's the person in charge of a uh, Mother Superior, Madam Superior? Sounds like a Marvel character. I'll have to look into that. Um, and um, played by Maggie Smith, and she doesn't like how Whoopi Goldberg's a bit modern and out there with her ideas because she finds the nunnery boring and outdated. But she suddenly finds her voice quite literally when she starts singing in their choir. And uh, suddenly she adds new life and spirit to the nunnery because the choir becomes really popular. And also the media start flocking to the church because suddenly, finally, people start coming to the church for the music. But alongside that, they get the word of God. So it's a nice little mixture. But because it becomes popular through the media exposure, um, gangsters know where Whoopi is. And um, they're going to try and track her down. Okay, well, Mandy... Could you play us a clip from Sister Sisterette, please? Oh, that's nice. Absolute. As you can see, good old wholesome American comedy fun. I haven't played it yet. Oh, sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> sorry. I've jumped the shark. I'm just going to press. I'm just going to enter the cassette. There we go. Into Mandy's pack. Absolutely. Good old VHS. The old good the retro way. She's an ideal prospect for rehabilitation. That is not a person you can hide. That is a conspicuous person designed to stick out. You have taken a vow of hospitality to all in need. I lied. (sighs) Lieutenant Sather. everything is in order. No, 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 no. Everything is not in order. This woman does not like me. Dolores, these are holy people. They like everybody. I don't give a shit what you say. This woman does not One like month, me. Two no, months I'm not standing here. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not standing here. I'm telling you. Behave yourself. Really stay here. <gasps> what is your name? Dolores Van Cartier Is that your real name? Yes, I happen to be a singer. Oh, <laughs> do you think? Well, that was fun. It certainly was. It's was lovely to hear the uh, the nuns bonding over music and laughing. When did you watch it? At what, what point of the week did you watch this? Uh, straight after we chatted, I went. I love to that it. you do that. I love that you do that because it's a case of um... get it get it out of the way quick. <laughs> no no i mean i was happy with it i mean as scroobius has said i can be a man who hits that pause button like a like a movie nazi which is a terrible thing to do, do you know what I mean? and um a movie sh- nazi yeah i shouldn't have said that as soon as i said that i thought oh dear um what would you say not a movie nazi a movie dictator something like that um or a, a film buff wannabe somebody who's not just sat there and doing it properly type of thing but it's very much a case that, um, so it's watchable, it's got a good pace, there's amusing moments, they're all very likeable. Maggie Smith's amusing as the overly strict um, mother superior. I keep wanting to call her a madam, which is the complete opposite of what a nun is. But um, it's so predictable very very predictable there's nothing that it just is every cliche beat you expect the other thing that's surprising is the director did dirty dancing which we spoke about last week when we were talking about sister act and it's visually very flat it feels like um one step away from being a sitcom it doesn't feel like a studio like multi-camera sitcom it's not that bad but it's filmed in a very you know uncreated manner you know your basic wide shots, then you've got your shot-reverse shots, the lighting is, is very, very rudimentary and, and basic. I would say very, uh, pre- very predictable script, very flat filmmaking style. Well, but like, then, was that, that a big hit? Massive hit. Why? Can you see why? Um, I would say in the sense that it, it's literally like running a warm bath. You know, it, the pace is very fast, there's um, there's humorous characters, likable moments, and film feel good elements. But okay. literally, you could predict the whole film every beat. So it's not poor. It is, it is what you get from blockbuster videos. It's a half term movie treat. It doesn't belong in the in the theatre over the summer holidays. It's not going to give you a Jurassic Park like religious experience. Another Spielberg reference. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I'm going to have to... um, What else is there outside of Spielberg? I need to start... I don't know. It's like a a cliffhanger. There you go. I enjoyed Cliffhanger with Stallone. It's not a cliffhanger experience. But it's kind of... um, And it's definitely the sort of film... It's exactly the sort of film which would not get in a cinema today. Hence the third one being made because the originals have made money. But um, it'll be on streamers. There's no room for films like that in cinema now. It hasn't yeah. got that big roller coaster experience. Oh quite. right, you keep saying that. I know. I reason. keep talking about <laughs> that. I'm, getting way too repetitive. I'm noticing my repetitions now, listeners, no. and I'm going to be editing away. <laughs> I don't think you surging will. surging upon Dave Edwards. <laughs> don't worry, I'll be I'll be removing those repetitions. Roller coaster event movies. I've learned that though on this on this podcast. But I need to move on. We've done that. That was well, less. Yeah, learned I want to learn a bit more now. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's good of you to say maybe I should learn some more myself and I can share it <laughs> instead of just lying on that roller coaster movie. <laughs> Dear God. This podcast used to be in my head's like an empty cookie jar. It's just got a few biscuits <laughs> rattling around in there. Just just two flavours. Just like digestive. what are, they? What are the two flavours? And custard cream. Digestive and custard cream. And what are they What compared to? What are they in the film world? Um, the custard cream is the roller coaster, right? So, you know, you've got the custard cream, that's what cinema's all around. And the digestive is just, well, it's just Harrison Ford. So, it's Harrison Ford and roller coasters. And they just rattle around, and I forget they're there. I think they're new biscuits every time I go for them, but they're not. <laughs> it's cinematic dementia, it's terrible. It's, it's and a you, you, ta- you take the custard cream out and eat it, and I go, oh, bloody hell, he's eating he goes, again. He's going to bang on about the custard cream. He? he won't just eat yeah. it. He'll have to give me a bloody monologue about it. Oh, so, uh, David, out of five choc-ices. What are you going to give Sister Act? Basically, it's what a third three choc-ices is built for. I reckon when they made it, they knew it was three choc-ices. I reckon when they made it, it was Whoopi Goldberg, Three Choc-Ices movie, and they call it Sister Act a week before filming it, you know. It is your three-star film, and it makes money. Not everyone wants a massive plot twist at the end. Oh my god, he was dead all, all along. You know, but, do you know what? It's the perfect thing to watch on an aeroplane. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. plane crashes, right. and it's just good old-fashioned, simple fun. Slap your thigh... You know, you've got a large nun who's slightly overweight that laughs at everything. Steady, and it's just a Steady, steady. F- steady on her. Too much, too much there. Absolutely. too. I try to keep sort of um, constructive criticism. I've got to get nasty. No need to mention her weight. No need at all. You're quite no. right. No. Oh, well, thank you, David, for this week's movie review. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. No, I mean that. No, I, I genuinely, I genuinely mean, you know. Do thanks you mean for that it. when you say thanks? Honestly, easily. anyone who's going to allow me to talk about my custard creams and digestives and open up my cookie jar and share my confectionery cinematic snacks, you know, yeah. a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> David, what's your movie tip this week? Now, this is an interesting one. Oh, we'll be the judge of that. Uh, quite right, absolutely. Uh, that's what they said to the vicar. Does that work as banter? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's easy. <laughs> I'm not even right about those. I just thought they'd meaning to the this. vicar. Well, I'm by the photocopier and think, does that work? No, they're not laughing. It doesn't work. It's a metaphor. Um is a film called it won the oscar two years ago and i've wanted to watch it for ages oh this is good. A, i've got my notes here so i get this right um it's called um yeah uh, another round it came out 2020. it stars um mads mickelson and it was directed by thomas vinterberg it's a danish film it won best international film two years ago and um, Thomas Vinterberg did a lot of the Dogma films in the '90s, such as *Festen* about the warring family. Those low-budget European films that were particularly popular. And it's a fascinating idea. It's about four high school teachers in Denmark, and they're all going through a midlife crisis. And one of them is a history teacher. One of them is a music teacher. Then you've got a football PE teacher and a philosophy teacher. And the philosophy. And they're going through. They're going through their. Um, Kevin Spacey, American beauty, midlife crisis, they've lost their way. And the philosophy teacher tells them about um, a Danish philosopher who believes that um, 0.5% alcohol everyone should intake once a day, making sure that um, not to get drunk, but to have the right level of alcohol in their bloodstream just to keep them awake and open to the zest of life. Um, so it's basically four teachers start a social experiment in Thomas of Interburg smart and ultimately moving another round based on a belief that the human body is born with too low an alcohol level they strive to maintain a 0.5% BAC at all times buzz but far from drunk and um, so they're not drunk but they just keep this 0.5% of alcohol going in them to see if, if this philosopher had any point and it does open them up It makes them far more relaxed. It gets rid of their melancholy and they become far more effective, more passionate teachers, ultimately. And um, but like any narrative, obviously um, things I won't spoil it but things get out of control with the experiment and they learn more than they originally expected as should be the case Yeah, you know, unlike sister acts it kind of goes in in areas that you don't immediately expect I mean there's elements where the drinking gets a bit out of hand and you start to expect that but there's the conclusion is quite interesting it's all food for thought and it plays around with the philosophical ideas they talk about at the beginning so but did you watch this this film this week? I certainly did I, I, okay. I finally dug it out I wanted to watch it for quite a where while where did you find it? I found it on Amazon. I paid for it on Amazon. Okay. And it's a good film. I really enjoyed it and it a very original idea. I mean, I've heard nothing like this before. Okay, so you would absolutely recommend this? I football. would definitely recommend it. You know, I would like to read it as a script as you sit down and read the screenplay because I thought the script was a really original concept. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest those... with you, it hasn't tickled my ovaries. It hasn't immediately. It even... No, it hasn't immediately tickled my ovaries. I don't think I pitched it that well. I think, ultimately, um, I think it would interest you. It's got, like, an American beauty vibe to it, but goes in an interesting direction with the drinking. Okay. Because, don't get me wrong, it's not like some crazy Farley Brothers movie. Like, you know, it's not um, National Lampoon Animal House with Belushi. They just go nuts. Uh-huh. You know, they're, they're, they're very scientific about the amount of alcohol they take. Well, this, this feels like something that my wife and I, know me would... Possibly enjoy cuddled up, cuddled up on the sofa, absolutely, with uh, with <laughs> a zero point five percent alcohol in your system, with some red wine. Yeah, okay. It's well filmed as well. It feels that's the other thing I find with films that are really important when they feel very grounded in reality. I mean, don't get me wrong; it does not everything has to be Mike Lee kitchen sink, but you feel as though it, it's. It's got a grounding in some re- reality that's certainly relatable. And also, a lot of their lives aren't horrific. They're not, dying, they're not dealing with horrific nightmares. It's just the small little things in life that have got on top of them. Yeah. You know, so looking after their young kids, yeah. um, marriages losing their spark. They become more like best friends, you know, partners in crime than actual lovers. Things that are quite relatable, do you know what I mean? And it's just got on top of them. So, what would you give this little film? I would give this a. Um, I would give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Okay. So very, very good. There were some bits where um, some drinking montages went on too long. It's just like, well, I've got the, I've got the grab of this. I know where I'm going with it. But it's very, very good and very original. Definitely, okay. I can see what the hype was. Could I? Um, thank you for that. Have you seen Riders of Justice? That's Mad Matt Mickelson as yeah, well. And yeah. we, we chatted about that in one of the first episodes of yes. this. Yes. Have you seen that it? My, I have. That would was my recommend first recommendation. That? I yeah. would. He does some good stuff. Yeah, okay. I'm very tempted with that one. I yeah. don't want to say what his next film is because I'll get a slap on the wrist. What is it? He's the villain in Indiana in? Jones 5. <laughs> <on Sunday. laughs> not my fault. I don't cast these people. I don't cast them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do not cast them. It's just almost like the industry's working against me. Oh, sorry. So Mads Mikkelsen is actor and director, is he? No, no, no. He's the actor. He's very, very good. He's the main teacher. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay. sorry. And then Thomas Vinterberg, uh, director. And it's quite terrible, actually. Thomas Vinterberg's um, daughter dies during the first week of filming. And they nearly stopped filming. Oh so they, they stopped production, and then he felt that um, the, the daughter was very passionate about the project, and he carried on. So some of the interviews he talks about how he psychologically got through the whole filming process. It was quite an intense experience. Oh my God! Okay, okay. Oh, thank you, David, for that. Thoroughly enjoy. I love your movie tips because I I very often take a little bite of them. In oh, the following week. I hope you get vanished on them, sir. I hope you get 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 involved. That they're there uh, they're there to be shared. Thank you. I mean that. No, no, no. Absolutely. And if you got any tips for me, share away. I will do. Please do. Absolutely. Don't keep them to yourself. Share the goods. <laughs> Don't be a greedy cinema golem. Share the goods. Absolutely. Okay, so this is my favourite part of the week, David. You know that, I know that. This is when we wake Mandy up. Absolutely. She's been snoring away in the background. Here she goes. Wow. Amazing. Oh, she's alive. She's glowing orange. Yeah, the flashing buttons. and. Uh, oh, she's talking to you. She just said hello, David. Oh, hello. No, hello to you. Goodness me, lovely. You've got to love what that. You lo- I've got a smile that I can see. Did my you hear sensor. that? I certainly did. That was a fruity whistle. Yeah, yeah, but what she's just asked you, would you like to go out for dinner? Yes, I always get a bit nervous about these moments, do you know what I mean? It's just like, blimey, I've been put on spot here, but yes, I would like to go out and dinner. You're not going to ghost her and not turn up? No, not at all. There's no poltergeist in this room. Absolutely. don't. You don't have to exercise me, Mandy. I'm the real human oh, being with a male being. She's whistling you. She's loving it. That could get a bit annoying in the middle of a restaurant but genuinely we'll are you up for going to for dinner with her I am you know? definitely up for um, you know I'm a modern man you know I, I'll, be, I'll, I'll date gender or machine gender or machine woman or machine and um, I'll happily sit there in the middle of Pizza Express with a giant orange cube well ask her where she'd pizza. like to where she'd like to eat ask her where she'd Mandy, like to Andy um, where, where would you like to uh, eat what, what sort of uh, cuisine curry house you just say curry house Let's go I know a lovely curry house in West Sussex. I'll happily will you along oh. in a uh No nah, uh, she wants you to go to her. Oh right, she wants to what? She wants you to go to her. She doesn't want to have to come down to West Sussex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I suddenly thought, um sorry, the idea of me leaving West Sussex was so shocking, I paused then for a second. Do you know where like, she lives? I well, um here in the podcast studio or No, Kent. Not a problem. And that's a lot of petrol. Ramsgate gate Ra- where Ramsgate okay not I'll go to Google map. I- in a garage in a garage definitely absolutely I'll get I'll, I'll send you the key for the garage <laughs> wonderful stuff I'll open it I'll turn on the lights yeah and then you you'll have to put her in your car and take her to the car it's only a Skoda, though, unfortunately, so I might have to um, rent, like, a large... Are you happy with that, Mandy? <laughs> oh, she loves the idea. Don't let her Don't let her down, because lots of men have let her down. Because I don't want to get too sucked into the technicalities, but it would probably be easier if we just got a takeout and ate it in the garage, because transporting it all the way to a restaurant would be a real handful. Oh, she's not happy with that. Let's go to the restaurant, no problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, genuinely, I'll send you the key for a garage. I'll just send it in an envelope and then I don't want to drive all the way to Kent and uh, just be met by Cause she hasn't got arms she won't be able to open the door so it'll just be the two of us you know uh, me flirting through a, uh, a metal door which is not good trying to like um, do poetry through a letterbox okay <laughs> okay well I look forward to I don't know if you're going to go this week or the next week but I look forward to hearing how that I would like to go this week to get the ball rolling so Turns any chemistry Ken- oh, she's just said she can't <laughs> That's a Next shame. Next week. She just said the following week. Two weeks' time. Two weeks' time, let's do some curry love. Uh, what? That's too much. Sorry, that's too... Let's just have a curry. Right. So, So now we're going to do the old random movie generator. Mandy, so you are... Uh, could you explain to the audience what happens here, David, as I uh, set this up? Absolutely. Right now, Mandy is going to generate different cinematic uh, categories, which is going to produce a film title that I'm going to watch, consume, and then review and give a detailed cinematic feedback on. Do you know, I keep saying the word cinematic as well. I need to- um, It's all right. Okay, Okay, so, if you could choose the genre, David. Uh, Say, press the button. Press the button. Fantasy. Wonderful. Of escapism and and the decade, press the button 1990s. Interesting, generate, please. Mandy, there are four films here. If you could tell me when to press the button, press the button Gremlins 2 the new batch. Well, I haven't seen that since I literally came out. That would be really interesting. So I literally haven't seen that in a way. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because I saw that in the cinema in Kosham with my sure. French exchange student uh, yeah. who visited my house called Frederick sure. And Jules, yeah. so there was two of them actually. Yeah. And we went to see Gremlins. I'm, I'm, I'm banging on now. You do know, yeah. need to know the backstory. But that's Gremlins 2? I'd be guys? very interested in watching that. Joe Dante. I'd be really interested in that one. So, if you'd like to choose the genre of the second film, please. Um, press the button. Animation. Love a bit of animation. And the decade, please. Press the button. 2010s. OK, so this is going to be, it could be a Pixar. And Mandy, if you'd like to generate. We have four movies here. And please tell me when to stop and press the button press the button penguins of madagascar right so is that the spin-off then is that a sequel or spin-off where we just focus on the penguins honestly uh, listen i get so excited about this this i love i didn't know film. the penguins had their own film that's news to me that's i'm, I'm supposed to be giving the movie news and man is yeah. the one uh, <laughs> yeah it like away. 2014 penguin. okay and the third movie so please david choose the genre Press the button. Thriller. Ooh. And the decade, please. Press the button. 1980s. Now that could be sexy. I don't know, sexy. I've got it's, everything's to really be erotic, isn't it? I'm gonna have to, you know, i have to sit down and get have a talking with myself. I think. And Mandy, if you please, generate the movie. Four movies here. Please tell Mandy when to stop by pressing the button. Pressing the button. The Untouchables. Oh, now that is an interesting one. I haven't seen that since film A level. In wow. the, um, that would be like early, like mid 90s, I guess. There's, you know, all three of those. Intre- I don't know about the penguins, because I'm aware of them. I don't know how you can do a whole hour and a half with those penguins type of thing. That's almost doing an hour and a half with the seagulls in um, Finding Nemo. They were amusing, but only in the background, (laughs) you know. But then again, the minions did well. Okay, so I've randomly shuffled those three movies. Gremlins 2, The New Batch, Penguins of Madagascar and The Untouchables. You have now got to choose A, B or C. C gremlins 2 the new batch oh that, no, that is you know what i thinking to myself i'm gonna watch that anyway wow i don't know there was like i haven't watched that for years that's a okay. really interesting one yeah gremlins 2 the new batch yeah i haven't watched that for yonks that really is fascinating oh i'm really over the moon that you're happy Oh, I really am happy about that. Well, we don't know. Do you know what I mean? I might start watching thinking, I can see where i the going. But you're, you're not going into the experience with a heavy heart. I would be with those penguins. But then again, you know, many a film I go in, do you know what? You know, I've gone into a cinema with a heavy heart many a time, and I've come out with an uplifted one, you know, filled with joy and. Um, Whatever, you know, sometimes you, you you drink the hype too much and you come away disappointed. Other times, I could have watched that Penguin, Madagascar one, and been pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Well, I very much look forward to your review of that movie next week, David. it be interesting how much I remember. You know when you watch something that you watched as a kid, it just opens up real memories, doesn't it? It'll be a real nostalgia trip. Yeah. Thank you, David, for this week. Uh, so now we're going to answer some questions from... Patron. I always look forward to this. Guys and gals, uh, but in the meantime, let's say goodbye to our regular listeners. And Take care. Be- <laughs> Thank you. And have another, you know, blessed filmic week. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next week on The Random Movie Generator. Right. Are you going to kiss? No, don't kiss Mandy. I could give her a little. Can no, I give her no, a little? No, 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 no. no. Just no. maybe give her a hug or. No, no just keep no. it as it is. No, no. We're oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll sorry. Take care. Take care, people. Au revoir, Mandy. Au revoir, sir. Yeah, good Uh, things have to come to an end, sadly. I enjoyed that. That was great. So you've got to watch Gremlins 2. Are you going to do that now?